The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. And I'm Brian Mazurowski. Governor Kathy Hochul signed a bill yesterday opening up the state's early voting period to include mail-in voting starting in 2024. To cast an early ballot by mail, a registered voter would have to request a mail-in ballot from their local Board of Elections. Other states have done this. I mean, I wish we could say we're the first. We're not because of all kinds of reasons. But today we're going to right the wrong of the past and say it's finally time that people can vote by mail. We saw it work during the pandemic. We can do this. It prompted an immediate legal challenge from Republicans who say the measure is unconstitutional. Governor Hochul also said she's creating same-day voter registration. The UAW strike against the big three automakers could expand Friday if no new deal is reached. WBEN's Max Ferry was with local union members who say they're ready to walk off the job if there's no new contract. United Auto Workers Local 774 held a solidarity rally at their Tonawanda headquarters Wednesday to stand with the thousands of UAW union members currently on strike nationally, fighting for fair pay and benefits. Many local union members and leaders, both UAW and non-UAW, were in attendance ready to take a stand if Local 774, comprised of about 800 workers, were to be called Friday morning to walk off the job at the Tonawanda General Motors engine plant. We're out here to show our support to the International Union and the three plants that are on strike at Ford, Stellantis, and General Motors. They're out there fighting for the American dream, and I've been a GM employee 24 years. I myself am making $2 an hour more than I made in 2007. Mike Grimmer, shop chairman of UAW Local 774. In addition to the unions around western New York, our local and state politicians also came to show their support, like New York State Senator Tim Kennedy. It matters to the working families that are out on the line from the UAW, and it matters to those that are standing with them, because it starts with the UAW today, and if we let those corporate mongers, those greedy monsters at the top win this fight, guess what? They're coming for the next working families in the next union, and we're not going to let that happen, are we? We're going to stand with the UAW workers. UAW Local 774 is in place to strike, according to their president, Teddy Maldonado. They have their equipment and their schedules in place should they get a call this Friday morning, which is when the International Union is expected to ramp up the amount of plants going on strike. Hear more at WBEN.com. This is Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. Max, thank you. WBEN News Time now 5.05. The Federal Reserve decided against another interest rate hike yesterday after their latest meeting, Fed Chair Jerome Powell detailing the reasons for keeping rates where they are right now. We want to see that these good inflation readings that we've been seeing for the last three months, we want to see that it's more than just three months. We want to see, you know, the, the labor market report that we received was a good example of what we do want to see. It was a combination of, you know, of across a broad range of indicators. Some of those indicators include a strong job market, strong consumer spending as well. So for now, the benchmark interest rate will remain at 5.4%. But Powell has not ruled out at least one more rate hike before the end of the year. The Fed's goal to get inflation back down to 2%. 
In Washington, the clock is ticking down to a potential government shutdown, but there's word of a potential compromise to avoid another fiscal crisis. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is now scrambling to corral enough members of his own party to pass several spending bills. Conservative Republicans have been demanding deeper spending cuts and have stricter border policies as well. At a meeting last night, we're told Speaker McCarthy outlined a new short-term plan to fund the government, which would include deeper cuts. But it's still unclear if McCarthy has enough votes to pass the short-term plan. The government would shut down as of September 30th if no new deal is reached. A contentious hearing on Capitol Hill Wednesday. The House Judiciary Committee questioning Attorney General Merrick Garland. Pierre Thomas is on Capitol Hill. Their heavy focus was on Hunter Biden and the notion that he somehow gotten preferential treatment to which the Attorney General basically responded over and over again. This was a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney who had been looking at Hunter Biden for five years. He grandfathered him into the job and kept him in the job uh, even after the Biden administration took it over. And that, you know, the moment that David Weiss, this U.S. attorney, asked to be a special counsel, he was named such. No matter what you're saying, someone who should be fair and objective and perhaps more than aggressive has been allowed to do the job as he sees fit. That's Pierre Thomas with what happened yesterday on Capitol Hill. The family of a father of two killed after driving off a bridge is now suing Google, claiming the company's app led to his death. Philip Paxson was driving home late at night from his daughter's birthday party outside Charlotte, North Carolina. His family says he was following a Google map route that led him down to where a bridge had washed out nine years earlier. Paxson's car flipping as it fell off the unguarded edge of the collapsed bridge, trapping him underwater where he drowned. The lawsuit claims in the years before the accident, multiple people wrote to Google about the error, but nothing was done. In response, Google saying, we have the deepest sympathies for the Paxson family. Our goal is to provide accurate routing information in maps, and we are reviewing this lawsuit. That's Andrew Dimbert reporting. And Buffalo's reputation as the city of good neighbors got a big boost across the country this week. WBEN's Tom Puckett explains. Reader's Digest has named Buffalo America's nicest city. The magazine cited the city's response during the blizzard. Craig Elston was stranded at his CNC Cuts barber shop and felt it was only right to let in others who were out in the cold. Uh, the Arabic man was the first gentleman and he uh, came knocked on the window, and that's when I let him in. And then it kind of like like a bell rung in my head, like, yo, how can I help people? So I hit social media platforms and uh, made a video that went viral on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and it drew people into the shop like a safe zone. Elson says elders taught him to help others, and he would be blessed in return. Krista Lipzinski of Kindness Buffalo says everyone seems to want to lend a helping hand when called upon. Everybody that I know has been down on their luck at some point, and it means a lot to have somebody reach out and help you, somebody volunteer to help, somebody, you know, drop a meal off if you're having a rough time. Patrick Kaler of Visit Buffalo Niagara says it's no surprise the city of good neighbors lives up to its moniker. This is just really the verification of what we all know, and it's being told on a nationwide and really truly an international platform now. How does that help bring in visitors and conventions? Hear more from Kaler about that online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. That's really cool. Yeah, nicest city. I like yeah. it. And uh, Reader's Digest putting that out there for Buffalo, which is something that, I don't know, you, you would think you might have heard in the past. But no, it's coming back around. The City of Good Neighbors still, I think, carries some weight, yeah. still sticking around here in western New York. Uh, the article is really nice, too. It paints a nice picture of Buffalo. Always nice. 
to have that in the national spotlight. I love that. We're a nice city. That, and, you know, another run, one of the reasons is Merry Christmas, Jay. Remember Jay yeah. during the blizzard who saved like two dozen people by smashing a window at a school and rescuing them from the blizzard from their cars and bringing them inside. He, too, was cited in that report. Well, uh, awesome. Awesome to uh, see Buffalo get the recognition. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Partly to mostly sunny skies today. Temperatures will be in the low to mid-70s this afternoon. Tonight, clear and cool again. Overnight lows in the upper 40s on Friday. Partly sunny. Temperatures in the mid to upper 70s. A mix of sun and clouds. Low 70s on Saturday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. One of Buffalo's biggest icons, what can you say, is celebrating a big anniversary this weekend. Lou Billetier joining us from Chefs. Chefs is turning 100 years old. Lou, thanks for being on with us. Can you believe it? Thanks for having me, guys. No, I can't. To be honest with you, we never thought we'd make it to this milestone. What is the secret to the success of Chefs? I Honestly, I think it's consistency just to make sure that we use the finest products and we have a good tasting product and um, just the people of Buffalo, you know, they've supported us for a hundred years and we're so humbled that they have. Yeah. On that support of the people of Buffalo, what do you make of it? You are kind of a staple in the community. You're one of the restaurants that everybody kind of knows everyone's been to at least once in Western New York. That's got to mean a lot to you. Oh, it does. It does. That's why we try to get as involved in the community as well as we can to give back because they've supported us through thick and thin over, you know, 100 years. So, and it's just, that's Buffalo. That's who we are. You know, we support each other. And uh, I think that's a big part of it. It doesn't matter when you want to go. There's always a crowd at Chef's. And I've got to know, does anyone really need a menu? To be honest, Susan, they don't. It's funny. I mean, uh, I tell people that all the time. It's like everybody has a pre-known uh, entree they want. It's either spaghetti parm or chicken parm. We, we've, we've done specials. We've tried all different things, mixed different food in, and it never works. Everybody just says, hey, I come here for lasagna. I don't come here to try something new. You've uh, kind of seen it all uh, come and go, uh, you know, not you personally, but the restaurant. I don't want to put an age on you, Lou, but uh, <laughs> the restaurant's been there, you know, before City Hall, before the Peace Bridge, before some of these things that are monuments, right, in Buffalo. It's seen a lot of changes just over the last 10, 20 years in the downtown area. It, it, you've gone through parts where uh, Chef's was part of a, a big downtown parts where Chef's was the only restaurant you could think of, you know, within 10 miles. And, you know, now again, downtown booming, yet still Chef's maintains its popularity. That It's got to impress you that even when new things pop up not too far around, people still love to come to Chef's. It does. It really does. And I'm, I'm thankful every day. I, I truly am. There's so many good restaurants in Buffalo. And for people to keep supporting us and coming back, uh, we can never thank people enough. You know, it's the food, it's your staff, it's the walls, right? I mean, anyone famous <laughs> who comes through Buffalo gets their picture on your walls. Yeah, yeah. That was started back in 1997, and, uh, you know, it was a kind of a spoof thing, and it morphed into unbelievable stuff. I, we're, we're just so happy. Do people come in, and famous people come in, and ask to be on your wall? 
you know what? It's funny you say that. Yeah, they do. It's um, a perfect example is last couple of years ago, uh, Ali McGraw from, of course, Love Story with Ryan O'Neill. And uh, she came in. She goes, I got to do this sauce thing. I heard all about it in Hollywood. She goes, I, I came here because I want my picture on the wall. And we were laughing. I thought she was kidding. She was totally serious. So, yeah, it, it kind of people talk to people, especially actors. And, uh, you know, hey, go to Buffalo. You got to go to Chef's. You got to get your picture on the wall. So it's kind of neat. Does everybody else ask for their picture on the wall, too, you know, even if they're not famous? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we we do a little eight by ten for them, right? Yeah. No. Uh, that's pretty funny. Hey, I, we were talking about it a little bit earlier this morning, and to me, chefs uh, really uh, kind of epitomizes Buffalo as a small town, right? It, it is a it's a bigger city. It's a big area when you include all of Western New York. Yet it, we have that small town connection, and I think it shows with your restaurant because it is a place that everybody's gone to that immediately comes up when you're talking about a going out to dinner for a graduation or a birthday or something like that. Do, do you kind of feel like that, like this is Buffalo's small-town restaurant, so to speak? Yeah, you know, that's a great way to put it. Uh, that's that's what we strive for. You know, over the years, obviously, we've added on and grown, but we always try to keep that small restaurant feel of, you know, family. Uh, we try to make all our employees feel like family. And uh, that's Buffalo. You're right. You hit it right on the head. But, uh, you know, it, it's tough to do in this day and age. And as we've gotten bigger to keep that small field. But that's what we strive for every day because anybody can come to chefs. It's, you know, it's not for the it's not expensive. It's not cheap. It's not, you know, just we try to cover the gamut. Lou, when did chefs start parming things like spaghetti parm or chicken parm? When did that begin? That happened in 1962. Um, for some of us that are older like me, Dave Thomas and the old Dalian for Dollars and Rocket Ship 7 and my dad were very good friends, and Dave used to come in to grab a quick lunch. And one day they were just experimenting, and they said, let's try this, let's try it. let's put some cheese on it, let's put some butter in there. And that's when it actually started. They did it just experimenting. In fact, Dave, I just picked him up uh, yesterday. Dave is in town for our big uh a big anniversary so yeah you're having a big deal tonight at the north park um i'm wondering too how much of your business is parmed 80 percent. I, I can tell you it's i'll bet you it's all of 80 percent is just spaghetti parm it's that's our that's what people come to chefs for now over the last 10 20 years that's it's really become huge that is incredible anything big planned for the 100th anniversary um, well, we've got a, a documentary tonight at the North Park, and then tomorrow is our actual anniversary date, and uh, nothing really special. It's business as usual. We're going to have a photo booth, and we're doing the whole outside of the restaurant in balloons, and we want to do some social media stuff with some hashtag signs that people can hold and, you know, things like that. But it'll be business as usual for the most part. Lou, what would your dad think today if he were here? Oh, great question. Uh, you know, I don't know. I know he would be humbled. He was always amazed at the support of Western New York. So I, I think he would just be very humble today and, and and just say, you know, keep doing what you're doing and, you know, keep the consistency up. That was always number one. Well, it's uh, great to see such success here in Buffalo. Lou, congratulations and enjoy the weekend. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me. Lou Biltier, Chefs. 
and uh, chefs starting uh, their next 100 years, right? Right. I mean, that's uh, what's going to start this weekend, 100 years in business in Buffalo. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.